Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. It's so easy to think that our times are the most difficult times, the worst times. Paul today, in his farewell address to the people that he knows he's leaving behind, he can understand that he's going to be killed. He says that wolves will come when he leaves. This is just a human condition. And there's this fight between light and darkness, between truth and lies, between life and death that is part of the human condition. And we have Paul inviting us to elevate our existence by connecting to the heavenly realms, by looking at life from a divine perspective so that we can then, equipped with the grace from God, walk on the earth with a renewed understanding of that human situation. We find that as Paul says goodbye to the community, he is in Miletus. The people that are there are weeping loudly and deeply distressed. It is not easy to say goodbye. We are in a season of completion. Schools are ending and children are both excited that the school is coming to an end in the next few weeks and also knowing that in some cases that means they're moving on to other schools, maybe from kindergarten to elementary school or middle school or beyond. These can be distressful times, but it's even more distressful when somebody is going far away. Today I have a friend who was telling me about her niece that is a missionary in Brazil with her four children. This is my friend Jane. And she was describing the conditions in the jungle. They've lived there for a number of years. They came for a little while and they just returned back. And they live in a place that is made with their hands and everything they have there has to be made because to arrive there is very difficult through very small little roads and basically the whole house has to, the, the furniture that they have, the house that they have, has to be made by human hands. And they have goats in the lower floor and this area where they can sleep on the semi-second floor. But they live in conditions that are very different from those that most of you that are listening to these words live in. Can you imagine how Paul was living as he's moving around the Mediterranean telling about the kingdom of God? He's a Pharisee with a good position and a good house. He is a Roman citizen. He could have all the benefits in the world of that time. And yet he is chosen and leaves everything behind just like this niece of a friend. And he's telling about the kingdom of God. We must do the same because if we are here able to listen to the word of God is because many before us risked a lot so that those words can arrive in our midst. 
what do we do with this weeping and distress? For the third day, we are in Psalm 68. A very important thing within all these farewell addresses. Jesus has one in the reading for today as well. We sing to God. Jesus leaves the upper room, not in today's reading, but in the reading from Holy Thursday. He leaves the upper room with hymns and singing, knowing he's going into his death. He leaves singing with his friends who are not aware of what is about to happen because he's been talking at that point so much about dying and he's prepared them but they don't know when that's going to happen so we sing we sing in the midst of distress in the midst of weeping in the midst of completions that are easy and completions that are not we sing because the lord god shows forth his power and because the kingdoms of the earth, recognizing God's majesty, have to sing about his power and his goodness. We find Jesus again in John chapter 17, the continuation to the last episode. And he continues saying, Holy Father, keep those that I'm praying about in your name that you have given me so that they may be one just as we are one. The last few readings have been about unity, maintaining unity in the midst of scattering, in the midst of difficulties. Jesus says, they do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. Consecrate them in the truth. Your word is truth. This is why we dwell in the word of God to align our emotions. Today, as we think about distress or weeping, about completions, about endings of things that we may have enjoyed, but they are coming to an end and to do so with singing. We know that Jesus is sending us into the world and he says, I consecrate myself for them so that they also may be consecrated in truth. In order to be consecrated in truth, we must know the word of God. And that is what we try to do here, to learn the word of God, to learn what God is inviting us into by making us adopted sons and daughters of his family and to understand what that behavior, that code of conduct, what that heart alignment is to live in the world but not being of the world, to also know the benefits of our inheritance, to understand the power and authority that God gives to those that obey and remain within the righteousness of God. Not because we want to be powerful in that sense, because Jesus was humble, and sometimes when we think of power, we think of the temptations, right? And the devil saying, I will give you all the power in the world, and I will give you all of these kingdoms, right? That's not what we're looking for. We're looking for the power of God to be activated in us, and the power of God is his love, that we may be loving, that we may be kind, that we may be gentle, but the power also to take back the kingdom of darkness amongst us, that we know we can pray over those around us that are making choices that are dark, that we can pray in their midst, that we can pray over their things, their possessions, that we can pray for God's angels to come and dwell amongst us and assist us in our battle against the enemy. So let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, we are grateful that Paul and Jesus intercede for us in the readings for today 
that they were so loving and so courageous that in the midst of their suffering, they were thinking of us. Thank you, Father, for sending us great saints and for sending us your Son, Jesus, that we may be covered from head to toe in his precious blood, that we may wear the breastplate of righteousness to be able to fend off all the fiery darts of the enemy, and that in any weeping or distress that may be now part of our lives, we may continue to sing songs like Jesus did, so that your majesty and your power may reign supreme in our lives, even as we walk through valleys of tears. And we ask this in the name of Jesus the Lord. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.